0: Welcome to the Joyful Grace Podcast. I'm Sarah DeLauter. Today will be part one of three episodes with my dear friend, Lorna Creech. She has such a powerful testimony of how the Lord has worked in her life in so very many ways. As we sat down to record, it quickly became clear. There were just too many awesome stories of God's goodness to fit in one podcast. You're gonna wanna listen to every episode because I truly believe it will impact your life. I am absolutely honored to have Lorna Creech here as my guest today on the podcast. I'm trying to think, you said it was 2002 when y'all moved to Branson? Yeah. So, 18 years later. Yeah. And a lot of water under the bridge. That's right. A lot of memories, a lot of life has happened.
1: Yes. More than maybe we wanted at times, but, yes. but here we are. yes.
0: When I was thinking about having you, I started reminiscing over things that I personally know about your life, Um, maybe even some things that I didn't necessarily know all the details to. Thinking about how we can relate, both having musician husbands, being in ministry, just general life, being wives, being moms. One of the things that I was thinking about was your past that we can relate on. We lost a baby before Hannah, and we lost a baby after Hannah.
1: And I know you've lost a daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, David and I really, we'd been married 10 years before we had Michael. Um, wow. He traveled, of course. You know, He traveled with uh, several groups. And I didn't really want to be the mom that stayed at home and raised a baby by myself. And David and I had talked about that. And so you know, we wanted to have kids. And David has two older daughters Mm -hmm. uh, from a previous marriage. and But we wanted to have a baby. We wanted to have a family, but didn't want that to really be the way we would do it. So when David was with the Magruder's, he um, decided it was time to come, and he started playing for Barbara Fairchild in Branson. And so uh, four months after he came off the road, we got pregnant. And so wow. we had Michael, and we were married, and um, I had some things. I have some opportunities with uh, my back and leg and some different things. And so it had taken me you know, quite a while to get pregnant. And I guess maybe we weren't even thinking that we would ever have another baby. <laughs> but God has a great sense of humor in some respects. And so David uh, was leading worship. We were at a small church in Southwest City, and uh, Mike Perkey had heard our worship CD and made a call, and we were on our way to Lenexa, Kansas, to work at a wonderful church up there. And David had already moved. I got up one morning, had a terrible taste in my mouth, <laughs> and realized I remember that I'm pregnant. Oh wow! And so found out I was pregnant before we ever moved to Lenexa. You know, anytime you know you guys have moved, you've traveled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not easy. And so here we were uh, packing and got up there and, and got, I was on the worship team and we're going along and I always had rough pregnancies. Mm. Um, I threw up like every day. Yes, it I can just, relate. <laughs> yeah, sick, every terrible taste in your mouth. And um, anyway, at five months, um, I delivered. Oh. And so we had Rachel Elizabeth and it was such a, oh God is, he's just, he's so good to us. Mm -hmm. And um, so I won't cry today. I'll try not to cry when I talk. (laughs) But um, that day, I knew that something was going on, and I called my mom, and she was talking about the scripture. I think it's in Deuteronomy. You know, Lorna, you lay your hands on your stomach, and and we're just declaring that the fruit of your womb is blessed today. Mm -hmm. And so things kind of calmed down, and in the middle of the night, I started having contractions, Mm. and I knew that it was contractions and... Um, we called our dear friends, and they came over to be with Michael. He was three years old. Called our associate pastor. Uh, I hadn't even got a doctor up there. I was planning on delivering oh, wow. in Joplin at the time. And so, anyway, long story short, um, that day we had the worst ice storm that I could ever imagine <laughs> in in Lenexa, Kansas. They were like, "Do not get out unless it's an emergency." That night we got on the road, and there was not a car on the highway at mm. 2 o'clock in the morning. We got to the ER where there had been multiple wrecks all day. There was not a soul in the ER room. And the minute I walked in and they got me ready, I delivered Rachel. David was still parking the car. And um, I knew it was too soon. I I knew yeah. that, that Rachel was, she was, um, I knew she, I just, I couldn't imagine that she was OK. And so he uh, David came in, and the nurse came in and immediately looked at us and said, "May I pray with you?" Wow, And I you know, I'm crying." And David said, "Well, yeah, David didn't even realize what was going on yet. The nurse started praying for us, and the presence of the Lord just filled that emergency room. They brought Rachel to us, and she was the size of David's hands. She was not much longer than his hand. She was just one pound, right at one pound, a little over. and um the the people at that hospital were amazing the doctor came in crying and said I I, I can't do it. I mean that was it. I, I I can't do anything there's you know they let us have her for three hours Aww. and she she was she was still taking little breaths and we had her for three hours and when Rachel Elizabeth then then left and I saw God in such an amazing way that night your your world is just... It's reeling. You don't realize what's going on. Yeah. And um, early that morning, um, we had we had an opportunity with a doctor that came in that morning. And after the doctor left, the nurse came back into me because David was asleep and um, I was just sitting in the bed. You're thinking this is my fault. What have I done? Yeah. Um, you're going through all these things in your head. And this nurse walked in, and um, she said, "Mrs. Creech." I don't know who you are, but I do know this, that you must be very special to our Heavenly Father, because I walked into your room this morning, and there was such a presence in this room. She said, it was as if there were just angels standing around, and they were just watching over you. I don't know you, but I'm pretty sure you have a really good relationship with your Father. And I said, I do. I wow. do. <laughs> and so we kept in contact with that nurse for several years. She was so so dear and sweet to us. Um, she she got us through that time, um, there's several stories about that whole thing with Rachel Elizabeth. You know, I maybe I'm uh, I'm a little older than you, Sarah. So I, <laughs> you know, we never told Michael that I was pregnant. You know, that I had a baby in my belly. We didn't right. talk about those things. And um, the minute that David brought me home, we walked into the landing of our house, and um, Michael came. He was three years old, little redheaded. Blue-eyed boy with those little glasses on, <laughs> and he was kind of a mama's boy. And he ran down those stairs, and he, and I had been sick, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the little one that would get the wash rag for me while I'm got my head hanging over, you know. He was he was so totally good. see that. Yeah, David would be at work, and Michael would be taking care of Mama, and um, he ran down those stairs and he grabbed me, and he said, "Mama, you're not sick anymore." And I looked up at my friend Dar, and I was like, "What?" We he didn't, you know. We had not said anything to him. The next day we went to the church. Um, they were so good to us, and we had friends from Noel that had come up to get Rachel to take her back to Anderson, so we mm. could um, lay her to rest there. And we had went to the church, and we had went uh, to eat before they headed back. And We were sitting in this booth, and Michael was in between David and I, and um, three years old, and we're just talking. And Michael all of a sudden said, Mama, Mama. And I said, What, Michael? And he said, The baby's not crying anymore. And we just all looked at each other <laughs> like, What? And um, I said, No, baby. I said, I said The baby's not crying anymore. Um, during that time and, and even the next few months, Michael, I really truly believe somehow— God let Michael know about his sister, Rachel Mm. Elizabeth. He would talk about her. He would talk about the baby. We had never talked about the baby. Wow. And now Michael's talking about the baby. And we're looking at each other. David and I would look at each other like, what in the world? (laughs) But, you know, we learned a lot, Sarah, through them because, and didn't know we were going to go down this rabbit trail here, you know, but. um, That's okay. You know, this is really how much God loves you and me. And He cares for us in the very smallest details. So in the ministry, you're in the Mm -hmm. ministry. And so um, we literally, I had Rachel on Saturday. Um, The following Sunday was Christmas Eve. And so on Thursday, we had a graveside service. remember pulling up to the cemetery, and there were over probably over 80 people that showed up to this little girl's wow. home going that didn't know her, but they knew David and Lorna. Mm-hmm. And they showed up, and we had the most precious service there. David had to go back to work because he was a worship leader, so he had to leave me. Mm-hmm. And I was there at Mom and Dad's, and so he he left and went because he had to leave, lead worship on that following Sunday. Guess who was on stage the following Sunday? Me, yeah, because that's what you do. When yeah. you're in the ministry, you travel, you do this, this is what you do, whether you're in church. and a lot of people don't realize that about ministers and people right. that are working in the ministry. And so second week up, I'm upset on stage and I'm singing I'm doing what I what I know to do, but my heart was broken. Hmm. absolutely shredded. And um so I put my happy face on. Yeah. And then I at night I would lay down with Michael and get him to sleep. And then I would go to bed and I, I would cry myself to sleep. And I didn't want to put any pressure on David because he was working, you know, he was working on staff at this church and and I'm crying. I'm hmm. grieving. Well, pretty soon we started noticing that Michael started crying. And every time I would lay that child down to take a nap, he would go to sleep, but then he would wake up and just Be in tears, and I would say, Michael, what is wrong? I don't know, Mama. I'm sad. I'm sad, and I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. And one day, my friend Dar was. We were talking, and she said, "I think he's. I think that you're passing your grief over to him." And I was like, "Well, no, you know, because then I'm like, oh, I'm a terrible mom, you know. You know, you're like you're going through all those (laughs) things and." So anyway, long story short, you know, we had I had to really take authority over that. I had mm-hmm. to I had to as a mama, I had to use the word and I had David and I had to we had to get a hold of that. Yeah. But when you're in the ministry, sometimes I think what what this part is is that sometimes our hearts are broken, but we still get up on stage and we keep singing and we're dealing with we're dealing with everything, but yet we minister right because that's what we're called to do and that's what we want to do it's we we get pleasure out of ministering to the to those that are sitting out there yep. even when our hearts are broken and um and it takes good friends that can can lead you that way and help you to see those things sometimes and then we have to as i say pull our big girl panties up and we got to <laughs> we got to get the word and we got to go to we got to go to battle with it yep. and we we got to get control over it so Yes, we had Rachel Elizabeth, and she is a part of our lives, and we celebrate her birthday. Yes, I love that. Yeah, so you know because we'll see her. Yes, we will see her. We have that promise, and so I know that her and David, oh my goodness, they're having a time. Oh, uh, (laughs) so you know I. That's sometimes I. I. uh, I might get a little mad at him because he left, and I don't—I don't get to. He got to see her before me, you know. So, but anyway, I know that I have that—that that hope and that assurance. I'm sure Lorna's
0: testimony hit home for many of you if you've experienced any kind of loss. The strength and resolve to choose to see God's goodness and trust in His plan, even in the unimaginable pain, really spoke to me. You won't want to miss the next couple episodes as she continues to share how her faith has carried her through even more trying times. If you need prayer, I would love to pray for you. Please email me at thejoyfulgracepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time on the Joyful Grace Podcast.